This is Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast episode number 174. Today, we talk about leveraging a creator outcome to focus on your current reality and your future desired outcome as a leader, something every leader will benefit from. Don't miss it. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare, so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. And I am thrilled to be here. This is Michelle. And with me is Tracy. Yes, Tracy and Michelle. Yeah, here we are. Michelle and Tracy. <laughs> Works both ways. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. A dynamic duo. The dynamic duo. And if you are watching us on YouTube, you'll notice we got some sporty new jackets on. Mine is flowers. Hers is kind of like Stripes. blue jean like, material. Like, uh, Tiger print. It's like a tiger print blue, blue. jean jacket. Yeah. yeah. It's very nice. Very anyway. comfy. Thank you, Diane. Yes, we got this from a friend of ours. We had a friend's weekend, and she gave us both wonderful jackets. We thought we'd wear them for a podcast episode. Yeah, so there you go. That's our fashion That's our statement. fashion statement for the day. And <laughs> if you would like to see us anything special, just send it to Missing Logic. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Happy to wear, well, almost anything. <laughs> we do have limits, folks. We do, we do, we do, we do. So what are we talking about today, Oh, Tracy? wow, today we're talking about uh, having a creator orientation. Oh, our favorite we're topic. We're talking about focusing on current reality and the desired future outcome. And, you know, did you know these have been some challenging times? <gasps> really? <laughs> Where have I been? I think we've been saying this for us kind of like, duh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been challenging times in healthcare for the last three years, folks, right? We've been, leaders have been facing really yes. unprecedented changes and challenges. And, you know, um, it's just been... It's been pretty wild out there. Nonstop and different challenges. Not the same challenges. Oh, no. But they keep growing and evolving. Yes. <laughs> right. And that we were on a call recently, and, and one of the leaders said, I think it's worse now than it was in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of ripple effects. Yeah. Of well, lots of challenges. Yes. And you're facing them daily on a daily basis. 
basis, right? And yeah. so what really becomes important in times like this, especially where there's a lot of change, there's a lot of um, challenge, there's trauma. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in the environments that you're working in is um, where we put our attention, right, mm-hmm. is so critical. And the or, the way we orient ourselves in those situations is really, really important and can have a significant impact on the outcomes that you achieve, right? And the progress that you are able to sustain over time. And, um, you know, I think um, we just, you know, it's not that there aren't problems to solve because <laughs> there are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that the challenges aren't difficult because they are. Um, but it's working through those and at the same time, keeping your eye on the outcome. And I, as we were preparing for this, I was thinking about this, Michelle, my, um, my husband and I watched Apollo 13 this weekend. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. And I was just really thinking about that predicament that they were in with those three astronauts, right? And yes. and just thinking about, you know, as um, the commander of the control center, right, was just like kind of giving people their instructions, right? Work the problem, you know? And so they did. They worked each problem as it came along. So problems have to be solved. Mm-hmm. But he was also very clear, Failure is not an, you know, that's not going to happen, right? We are not going to fail. And our objective is to get those men home. That is it. That's what we're focused on. We're getting them home. Failure is not an option. Mm -hmm. And just work each thing as you need to to serve that objective. And that's what I was kind of thinking. This is what this is like, right? It's like keeping your eye on that ultimate outcome that you're looking for while you work through the challenges one at a time, right? But not getting sucked into just focusing on the challenges and missing Right. Oh yeah, the the greater desired future outcome. Right, that's what gives you hope. I know right? it is. It is, and um, and so I I wanted to also bring forth this quote from Viktor Frankl, which I just love. Right, and yes. I'm sure people are familiar with. But everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of human freedoms, that's to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Right? So powerful. And we are always at choice. So where we're putting our attention, the how orientation you, that we have. How you respond. How you respond. The yes. filters, right? We all have filters and we look through those filters every day at the circumstances around us. And we can change that filter anytime we want, which is what he did, right? Just like, like that. <laughs> you have to look for the hope. You have to look for the promise yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and hold on to that while you're going through challenging times. Yep, yep. That's what today is all about. That's what today is all about. And we know that leaders who hold a creator orientation and place their attention on leveraging and learning from the current realities while moving toward the future desired outcomes, mm-hmm. they're going to experience more success along the way and less stress, which is really important these days. Leaders are really stressed. So oh. this is a stress reduction methodology. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, so that you're... You're moving away from, you know, focusing on the circumstances and their current reality and seeing mostly the problems as a victim. You're kind of moving away from that. And we have that choice. Like Tracy said, we have that choice. And we are making choices all the time anyway. Every minute, every day, we're making choices. So, you know, we may not even be aware of the choices that we're making. That's why that's so powerful as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if you're like most leaders who are immersed or drowning in their current reality, then you may be feeling anxious or angry about the current situation on almost a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there could be multiple times a week you hear your inner voice, you know, that little critical inner voice telling you, it's just not possible to have it the way I want or things will never change. And there's a lot of different mantras that can go on in your head. Mm-hmm. And you argue actually for your circumstances, you know, at least once a week. And you use it uh, as the rationale for not wanting to move forward with what you do want. Mm-hmm. You kind of can get stuck there, yeah. right? Yep. You get stuck. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you're just using it as a rationale. That's right. <laughs> so here's the challenge. You know, that the current circumstances can be challenging, and we know they are. Like right now in healthcare, staffing is terrible. Um, it is a, it, we're in a national crisis with staffing. The volume and acuity of patients is very high. And um, we have a lack of seasoned, experienced leaders to learn from. There's been a lot of attrition, right? The great resignation, a lot more leaders have left due to retirement in the last year than in history. It's, and um, so we don't have a lot of experienced leaders out there. Mm-hmm. And there's been tremendous financial challenges because of the outcome of the pandemic as well. We were talking to a top executive this week, and she says basically it broke the bank for everyone. So that's a that's a pretty that's significant. That's really significant, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, there's opportunity. Oh yeah. So I think that's what we're trying to bring today, right? So at the same time, there's opportunity for all of this to be a catalyst for the transformation that we've all been longing for in healthcare for many, many years, right? We've been on this transforming healthcare journey for how many years, Michelle, right? <laughs> Over um, 30. But if you only focus on the problem, if you, um, and focus on problem solving from the place of what you already know, then you're missing that opportunity to really step into that creator space, right? To really create the future, to leverage what's happening now to um, to transform healthcare, to do things differently, right? So what we need to do is step into that kind of an orientation rather than a problem orientation, really being a creator orientation, really leveraging what's happening and this tension and energy, right, between the current reality and your future desired outcomes. And, um, and you know, the likelihood if you do that, right, if you kind of balance this tension between these two, where you're at as well as where you want to go, then you're going to experience much more success as your teams will experience more success. There'll be more positive outcomes and then you'll be able to sustain the progress, right? Because what we know is these are interdependent. The current reality mm-hmm. and the future desired state are interdependent. Mm-hmm. They're, they're influencing each other, right? And when you're in that creator orientation, you can see your current reality from kind of that outcome, that bigger outcome perspective, right? You're it, you're looking for the opportunity. You're looking for the growth. You're looking for ways to learn and transform when you're in a creator orientation. Um, and so that's what's helping you to be in it and move beyond it, right? Leverage it to get to the to the to the next state, right, where you want to be. And the truth is, it's always happening. <laughs> This is always at work, right? Right. It never goes away. So even when you achieve your desired state, you start all over again, right? It's a, it's it's just always an ongoing process because we never arrive. And yeah. I actually think that's really good news. I mean, I just think that's 
Yeah. Well, we don't want to because we don't then want we're to. stagnant, then right? We're stagnant. Then we're not we're not up to speed. We're not evolving as the times are evolving, right? And this is an evolving time, right? Right. right. So we're always balancing these two poles. Yep. 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 And I, you know, I keep thinking about that creator orientation. So back to Apollo 13. <laughs> well, just remember when they, you know, they were talking about um, the the lunar module, right? That was meant to land them on the moon, right? And have them be on the moon and how they were going to use it, right? To, as a, as a, um, for their, its fuel and as an engine. And the gentleman that designed said it wasn't designed to do that. And he was just like, I don't care what it was designed to do. I want to know what it can do. And that's the same thing that yes. we're in right now, right? It doesn't matter what's been designed before. What can we do? Mm-hmm. How can we step into, you know, the future and look at things with that kind of creator lens, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who cares what it was? Let's talk about what it can be, right? That's what right. we can do. What's possible? The art of possibility, right? The future's there, right? Yes. The possibilities yep. are yep. there. So some of the positive outcomes that you get when you um, have that creator orientation as a leader, you kind of have that positive outcome focus on the experiences that you have right now is you learn from your current reality. So you know, it's challenging, but you take it on. And in the process process of that, everybody's growing and evolving and things are shifting, right? So you grow from it. The other is you gain perspectives um, by having dialogue with others. So gaining a new perspective, again, it's not operating from what you've known, but leveraging the collective understanding to see it differently, to look at it through a different filter, right? To Mm -hmm. see see the situation in a different light, um, not based on the past, but based on what can be in the future. And then you determine what serves you, thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, and you just let go of those, right? So just, you know, if we have if we have certain beliefs or thoughts that are holding us back and actually limiting us and keeping us from seeing the possibility, seeing the opportunity, you know, if we have a belief that this is the worst time ever, yeah, and we're just going to sit in that thought rather than, this is the greatest time because this is the time for change, right? This is the time for growth. So those, you know, you can hold one or the other of those beliefs and it's going to shape your behaviors. It's going to shape what you do, the actions that you take. So having that kind of more creator outcome orientation is going to, you know, serve you more to move you forward. Yeah, it will also serve you when you think about your preferred future as well Mm -hmm. and your desired outcomes. So some of the positive um, attributes or outcomes of that is that you make decisions guided by your intuition, your values, and your purpose. And that takes self-reflection. It's really important. So you make a space for that, but that is what's going to define your future for you, what that, that desired future looks like. And then hold a clear vision of what is desired So just, you know, really get there from a vision perspective, an image perspective. What is it going to look like? What is it going to feel like? And then uh, determine what will serve you in your future state and then embody it and embrace it. Kind of become it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Become it. And then it can be at the individual level or the organizational level. That's right. right? Like if you're trying to improve your culture, then it's everybody. You know, how, how do you want people to be? In your culture, what do you want people to feel? What do you want your patients to feel when they come in the door, right? Everybody creates it together, right? Or it can be just about you, right? Mm -hmm. And embodying a new characteristic or a new way of being. But one of the things that we do in working with leaders around this is leveraging our dynamic balance effect framework, of course, the three pillars. And um, it's really leveraging 
the tension um, between these two that helps people achieve those sustainable outcomes and those sustainable results, right? So the first is the mindful choices piece, right? Which is a which is a pillar in our dynamic balance effect framework. And in that pillar, we help people to reorient, mm-hmm. to have that kind of outcome orientation rather than just the problem orientation um, and choosing those beliefs, really thinking about what is embedded in our culture, what is embedded in my thinking as a leader, as far as thoughts and beliefs, and what do I need to overcome and, and flip, right, to something that's more empowering to help me be more empowered as a leader or the people I lead be more empowered and interpret the situations from a different lens, right, from that more of that, that creator, creator. Or that outcome orientation. Yeah. Right, right. And then just understanding polarity intelligence and how to leverage that tension between these two poles rather than reacting to, oh, the current reality and beginning, again, stress and then worrying about the future or, you know, but to really leverage it, recognizing where you are in it and and uh, paying attention to both uh, mm-hmm. is really important too. Yeah. And I think we were just talking with somebody and they they are in the tension and they are feeling like it's a tug of war. That's how they describe it. Like mm-hmm. I'm in this tug of war every day, right? Like yes. between this and this and this and this, right? And so they're not recognizing that that's a natural tension that is always going to be there. So in, in our program, we help people to see how it's showing up for them mm-hmm. and then helping them to recognize, oh, that's what that is, right? <laughs> because when you're in a tug of war, it wears you out. Like, have you ever been in a tug of war? <laughs> Yes. I mean, those people are pretty exhausted at the end, right? Right. And so it's not about that. It's not about it working you. It's about you, you working, working it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we're after in working with healthcare leaders um, to leverage that. And then personal alignment is the other pillar. And of course, this is really operating from strengths, not just yours, but um, the team strengths, everybody's strengths, right? We don't all have every strength we need to tackle the challenges that we've got or to think differently or to create. Um, and so we need to leverage the strengths that everybody has and have then that clarity on the vision of what it is that you're trying to create, the goals, the outcomes that you're striving towards and keeping everybody connected to the purpose, to that shared purpose, to their personal purpose, right? Their professional purpose. That's what motivates us. That's what keeps us in the game, keeps us moving, right? Mm-hmm. So going back to polarity intelligence, and when we think about this tension, and if we look at it like a tug of war and we overfocus on just the current reality and hanging on to that current reality, some of the things that can show up is um, reactionary to um, and just lack mindful choices. We just react. Okay? That always brings me back to the Viktor Frankl quote. We yeah. just we just react, yeah. um, and we can get lost in a drift. You know, we're not clear in what we want. We just kind of swirl, as yes. we like to say. <laughs> yes. Or you're stuck in a problem cycle. It's always prob. You're, you're, you're always problem solving, and it's just about getting rid of the anxiety and the pain. Yep. And listen to your language too. Like I think a lot of times when you hear, well. Once this is done, then it'll be better. Once this is done, then I'll feel better. Once we accomplish this, then things will be okay. And you're kind of just, fo- that's just a cue. You're focused on your current reality. Yeah. And you're trying to alleviate what you're feeling. Yeah. 
Right. You think you're trying to solve the problem, but really you're trying to you're alleviate, alleviate what you're feeling. feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the other, the true, the same is true. If you focus on your, only your future desired outcomes to the neglect, right, of the current reality. So you're right. just like, I just want to get away from this and I want to go over there. Right. And you, you start to neglect where you're at and the focus on that. Then you start to look for somebody to rescue you from your current reality because you think it's a problem, right? You think it's a it's wrong, right? This is not what I want. So you're looking for somebody to swoop in and take care of it for you, right? Who's got the magic wand that's going to fix all this stuff, right? That's that's broken or not working well. The other is, or you blame people. Mm-hmm. So you start to point a lot of fingers, right? It's the leaders that I, you know, that I report to. It's the board. It's the this. It's the that, right? It's the government. It's yep. whatever, right? Right. Um, we start to blame everybody else for what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other is you avoid really just even understanding that you have some fears about the current reality and that's okay. But you avoid your own understanding of the situation and how you are part of it or in it. And, um, and so that also, right. Can, can cause you challenges as well. So, you know, you can kind of slip into that, you know, a victim role or the dreaded drama triangle as David Emerald describes Mm it. Um, And that's what we want to uh, avoid. Right. So ultimately if you're, over-focusing on one to the neglect of the other. And sometimes you can be neglecting both, <laughs> actually, right? And you can then end up in just this, this swirl of confusion and a lack of progress. You're just you're just swirling around, swirling around, and not getting anywhere. Swirling, swirling, swirling. <laughs> <laughs> or you could leverage the tension, yeah. right? You could leverage the tension between the current reality and the desired future outcomes and that really requires you to examine, expand your current awareness yep. of what is happening. Where is your attention? And it also requires you to examine your beliefs. And this can be kind of hard to do for, well, everybody. Yeah, well, they're embedded <laughs> they're in us. They're embedded in us, right? Know you know, your beliefs, your thoughts, um, and how they influence your behavior. So it's really important to do that. And that's what really what helps you to then step back and think about how am I making mindful choices from that place of being aware, being awake, being intentional, that response mm-hmm. instead of just reacting, reacting, reacting. And um, those elements are all explored in our you know true participants that we work with uh, with mindful choices, which is part of our dynamic balance effect framework. Yeah, yeah. And really being able to differentiate between a problem and a polarity, polarity to leverage, right, is is really priceless for those in the true coaching program. This is a defining moment for them when they can actually see this, understand the differences and understand how to um, how how just knowing this can reduce the stress, can build the resilience, can bring hope to the organization. You know, it's just amazing. Um, and true, you know, true leaders learn how important that is to be clear on that desired future and to, you know, align, make sure that everything is aligned with it, that the purpose and their strengths, right? And so, um, you know, that's another just uh, key aspect of that. So um, we, we're going to share a couple stories of how we personally have experienced mm-hmm. this. And Tracy had mentioned this isn't just unique to individuals. Mm-hmm. It's also very pertinent to organizations. When you're thinking about an organizational leader, how do you manage the current reality of our organization and mm-hmm. also the desired future outcomes? Mm-hmm. And so this just kind of brought me back when I was in the president role of the National Academies of Practice. And 
we went through a major transformation. We actually did a podcast episode on this. It's episode 104 where we had the uh, the current and immediate past president on at uh, that time. But this was an organization that had been around for almost 40 years. And what I recognized is that, and others too, is that it really wasn't growing. We had hit a point where it really wasn't growing. And, um, and I remember like, okay, we have this leadership team now, but we could be victims and stuck and believe it can never change. Or we could have a creator orientation and really move through it and kind of challenge ourselves through the process. And that's exactly what happened. And um, the first thing that we had to do is recognize that we had to challenge our thinking about what is the current reality of how things were today and get a clear vision. So that was so important, that clear vision for the future. And um, and then engaging the leadership team to redefine what that needs to look. But appreciating the history where we work presently, and that it was good as we move forward. And understanding and presenting it as a polarity made all the difference in the world. It really helped the organization honor the past and the present and move through the future and engaging. And since that time, more academies have come on, new membership roles have come on, it's growing and it's been really exciting to see that continue on. Yeah, and I'm sure now they're doing the same thing, right? They're yes. looking at their current reality, which was the future desired reality that they were working towards. Now it's here. Now it's the next future desired, right? Thing. So this is just an evolving thing that happens over and over and over in organizations. Yes. That's why you never arrive, right? Because exactly. then when you get there, then there's a whole new set of challenges. There's another level to go to, right? And so you're always managing this polarity. It just looks a little bit different and things slide <laughs> across, right? They slide from the future to the current and then a new future desired state comes in. So um, I think that's a great example. And mm-hmm. on a personal level, so for me as a leader, one of the things that, um, you know, an example of this for me was when I was in my dissertation process. And I've told this story in different ways before, but, um, you know, I kind of got to a point a couple years into the actual dissertation development phase where I felt like I had been driven off a cliff. <laughs> You know, I got a uh, an email and a phone call from my chair and from the program director saying I hadn't made any progress that semester and I was at risk to be expelled from the program, which was all news to me because I had had no communication about this pre- prior to that. So, you know, I always think about how, you know, first at first, of course, it was like, oh, my gosh, right. The sky is falling. And and um, but I could have got stuck in that kind of orientation of the problem, right? And really got stuck and slipped into that blaming other people and swirling around and, oh my gosh, how is this ever going to get resolved, right? And just getting stuck in that loop and, um, you know, and not, not taking advantage of that um, of that phase in my journey, not really taking advantage to learn from that situation. And with some really great coaching, I was able to kind of shift quickly into more of a creator orientation to say, okay, how do I move from here? What do I need to learn from this? How do I tap into other people's perspectives so that I can get as much from this experience as possible so I can see it from different vantage points so I can make the best decision for me going forward? I mean, I could have got stuck in that victim and quit, right? I could have just been a, you know, had a victim orientation and said, okay, this is it. I'm done. But I 
connected back right. to my values. Yep. I looked at my strengths. I looked at my purpose and what I ultimately wanted. And I was focused on, got that outcome focus and that creator focus on, no, I'm going to recreate this and I'm going to move forward in a different way with a different committee and everything is going to be exactly how I want it to be. And, um, and that's exactly what happened. Such a great story. But I could have just swirled and swirled because that would have been my MO back then. Yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, I had some really great coaching. (laughs) It all turned out well. (laughs) All right. Two great ending stories. And uh, we're so glad that you could be with us today for this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. And um, if you are a leader uh, motivated to be the best you can be as a leader, despite all of the challenges in a day. Don't fall into, into that victim mode. Go out to our website, missinglogic.com, and sign up for our Leadership Survival Boot Camp, which is the beginning step of how we share some of these strategies. And we're really here to help you. Or yeah. if you're a leader that wants to support your team in becoming thriving, resilient, and unstoppable leaders, you can email us at tracy at missinglogic.com or michelle at missinglogic.com. And we will happily share with you how we can support you to develop a thriving team during these challenging times. And it's helpful to go through it and learn as a team as well. We also invite you to follow us on LinkedIn at Missing Logic LLC and all the other social media platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. And you can do that by going out to our website, which is missinglogic.com forward slash newsletter. That way you get to hear what we're up to on a weekly basis. And until next time, stay safe and stay healthy. Bye. enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.